You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. For a second, I forgot what season we were in because time has no meaning anymore. <laughs> time has no meaning in the era that we're living I, in. It's, it's totally weird, man. There it's is no time. There's no such thing as time. No, because days are like, there's so much, so much shit happens every day now. Mm-hmm. That like things that happened three weeks ago are ancient. I, I can't even remember, but it was it's this week was an avalanche of development. Oh my god, this this week was the beginning of the end. I think we can safely say that. Maybe, maybe not safely. Maybe, maybe not safely I don't safe. know. I don't know. Oh, I read god. an article in the oh, <laughs> Times or the Post about how the president is Brooks? circling. No, no, no. This the was a news article. He is. Yeah. Calling in the allies, and they're going to. I mean, it is going to be a shitstorm of shitstorm. Shit yep. I mean, you already have. I, mean, I, 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 I. There's only been one or two Republicans who have sort of broken ranks and said this now, is not good. Um, yeah. Most of the other ones either either they come to his defense, like people like Mark Meadows or the guy the wrestling coach guy from the Ohio State University Jim, who Jim, uh, who covered up sexual abuse um, there. Yeah. Those two guys have said, this has fired us up and fired our constituents up and we are ready they're, to defend the president. And then you have a whole slew of people who say, oh, I haven't read the I haven't read yeah. the whistleblower complaint, which is such that nonsense. That whistleblower complaint is nine pages long. Come on, you can read that in your lunch and break. Let me, which is what I did. And it is, <laughs> makes for some very compelling reading, my friend. Uh, you know what? Unlike the Russia probe, which was, I guess, too difficult for the average moron to understand. <laughs> and came in like two dissertations worth of uh, – Yeah, seriously. Right? The presentation was all bad and Trump and Barr got in, got in front of the story right. and they took control of the narrative. Right. This is totally out of their control. Right. Plus, and, and that nine it's, pages, it's, easy. it's well written, it, it's compelling, it's laid out beautifully, and it's and it's easy enough right. for some for people to understand. Right. Like this is a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, I watched last night. Yeah, one of Trump's surrogates got on the CNN and talked about how it's oh totally the Whitewater fine. lawyer guy. No, a woman. Oh. Who was part of his campaign, uh-huh. I believe. Yeah. And she basically got up there and said, it's totally fine for the president <laughs> to investigate corruption. And it just, just because it happens to be the person who's corrupt is running against him, it doesn't mean he stops being president and shouldn't investigate. In s- okay, let's just say for argument's sake that you buy that. Right. All right? Let's say that one buys well, that. One, one could say it. in the broad abstract, in the vacuum, where nothing yeah, else okay. is going on, and that there's right. actual evidence of Vice President Biden or his son's wrongdoing, okay. of which there isn't Fair any. Enough. Yes. Right. Right. Okay, so if one buys, let's just say, again, one is going to buy that argument. Please explain to me. Mm. 
the cover-up that ensued <laughs> and the people running around like chickens with their heads cut off to try to hide the evidence that this conversation ever took place. Right. If there right. was nothing wrong, why did you decide to put it on in some lockbox that only the <laughs> right. highest right it's for like the, cia know, operation national, secu- right. yeah, national security risk like no they've done so it with it, putin it, and they've done it and they've done it with uh crown prince mohammed bin salman and now this conversation with uh right. vladimir zelensky right. nice jewish so, boy nice jewish boy you know what he might be jewish i don't know how nice he is <laughs> i don't know i mean he's he he was so obsequious on the phone. I guess you're obsequious on the phone with the president of the United States, no matter who they are. Well, you're when you beg for money. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. When one begs for money, one should be obsequious. Right. I don't know don't anything about. Think? I don't know anything about Zelensky at all. I mean, I, I just know that he was an actor. Yeah, right. He was a comedian before. Right. And now he's in the role of his but life why are as you, president. Why are you suggesting Ukraine? he may not be such a nice boy? Because he had his head shoved so far up Trump's ass. <laughs> Well, I mean, he had to beg for money, and that was the guy. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm willing to withhold judgment on on Zelensky. So far, they didn't play ball with with yeah. Trump or Giuliani on this. Yeah. So, who do you think, in your humble opinion, mm. should go to jail for this? Because there are several people. Again, let's say, for argument's sake, that you believe, as the state, as the uh, Justice Department seems to believe that a current president cannot be indicted for anything. Right. Okay? So let's right. take him off the table for now. Right. Who else should go to jail? Well, I suppose, I suppose one would think that Giuliani would be, but he's a... That's one. He's a private citizen, so they could always make the case that he was doing whatever. But now he's implicated Kurt Volker from the State yeah. Department. Now, Kurt Volker, I know a little bit. Um, uh-huh. He's a Foreign Service officer... Um, his, yeah. I think his leanings were, um, like George W. Bush politics, George W. Bush foreign policy politics, someone who's well-respected, who I suspect it's not what Giuliani says it was that Volcker reached out to him. I suspect right. they put a lot of, they, Giuliani reached out to Volcker and, Volcker felt because this is the president's personal attorney, or maybe Pompeo was involved, that he had yeah. to respond in some way. I can see someone being put in that position. But of course, Volcker did seek a job in the Trump administration. From but my he understanding. Did resign. He, but he did resign. And he resign. did resign. I suspect he resigned um, and immediately has lawyered up. Um, yeah. But he's Bill about to get dragged. He's about to get dragged through the mud in the worst way. And he yeah. could be in jeopardy also. You think Bill Barr goes to jail? Bill Barr is really, it's really rather extraordinary. If you go back to his confirmation hearings, yeah. he really snookered all these Democratic senators by being, I'm going to be open and so on and so forth. I mean, it really was um, a, a, quite a performance. And he's, but it was a charade. It was a total charade. And, and I think the folks here at the MN Corner, the two of us, our staffs, yeah. we were watching this. <laughs> And saying this can't possibly be. I mean, most of our staff members were saying that this is a joke, right. and were were actually incredulous as to how these Democratic senators could be hoodwinked so easily. Yeah, I, it's just, I, and 
I, I don't know whether they went along because there was no way they could really stop it given the composition of the Senate. Um, but they didn't need to – there was a little bit of fawning. I mean, oh, you've convinced me and uh, it's just that you'll be independent. When Why Barr basically think- wrote that. Long memo, seventeen-page memo about, about how the president uh, can't be indicted. Right, and I mean, it seemed to me that that was, you know, a an audition of sorts. Well, so again, it was written for an audience of one. Right. It seems to have gotten him the job that he. Speaker sort of Pelosi desired. has said that he's gone rogue. I think that that's you know, yeah. a, I think a fair uh, assessment of what's happening. It's you mean you mean President Pelosi <laughs> has. She may end up being the first president, female president of the United States. Can you imagine if, like, three weeks from now we wake up and it's like, I'm, I'm the president now. <laughs> dude, three weeks. Come on, man. This is not – this is – I'm telling you, it is going to be a storm. I was up on Capitol yeah, Hill I, yesterday I, to yeah. talk about all kinds of Middle East stuff. And it was a fairly decent crowd of, of Senate staffers who were there. Um, yeah. around the table. And I got the sense whether they were interested in the Middle East or not, they were uh, definitely liking the fact that for the next hour, hour and 15 minutes, they didn't have to think about Ukraine. Fair enough. So, but you know, it's going to be, it's going to be terrible. Here. It's, 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 it's going to be terrible for the country, but it's going to be particularly terrible here in Washington. That Well, it's always terrible in Washington, but <laughs> Three weeks might be an exaggeration, but I think that this is going to unravel rather quickly. We shall see. I mean, we have we that's, we've been that's waiting for this administration to unravel. We've been waiting. But no, no, and no, I feel like this is different. It feels different. Um, the I agree with you that it feels, feels different. That it's but turned. I still believe that it's going to take a lot to. For 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 the lockstep support that he I, I has among, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you, but I feel like this is so clear cut. It's so easy to digest yeah, for people that right. want to get their head around. It's just it. It's so blatant. That's why they had to do this. I mean, when you know you read like David Brooks, like oh, there's a huge mistake, right? And you know what? They had no choice. Right. Because if you can't impeach, if you don't impeach for this, what do you impeach for? I understand. For? But but I think Brooks, I didn't read Brooks, but I've, I've heard this argument and I'm not necessarily, I'm, I'm somewhat sympathetic to it in that impeachment, already there are TV commercials that are being aired in certain places that are saying that Democrats are trying to steal the election. This is, steal, you know, overturn an election <laughs> illegally, even though impeachment. Yeah, you know what? But, They're going to say that But it that could anyway. very well, it could very well, and he's not going to be impeached and removed from office before the next presidential election. It could very well um, give, it, it could very well light a fire under his constituents' And you and, and give them momentum going into 2020. What about momentum for Democrats? No, I think though? the Democrats have had momentum all through this period, think, since certainly since 2018, so. and I expect it to continue. But there was a sense that the Republicans didn't have any momentum, and this may give them some. I'm I, not saying I, that I, I'm totally I, opposed. I don't think I buy it. I don't think okay. I buy it. I, Especially since we're still really far out from the election. It's over a year mm-hmm. away. 
Right, but um, Iowa and to say like, just uh, around the corner. But, but again, like, why do we walk around on eggshells mm. in fear of enraging no, the Republican you. base? I agree with it's you. It's like, oh no, this is going to get them reelected. Right. Like, wh- on what level does anybody think that you know what? Now I'm supporting him because they're coming after him in a way that's wrong. There's nothing wrong well, about the way I'm they're coming sure. after him. I'm not sure he gains any new constituents. But I do think that there is a way in which the Republicans flip this back on the Democrats that could really energize people. I don't – look, over and over again I've said, why are people afraid of this guy? All he does is tweet. The emperor has no clothes. Yeah. At the same time, he has this devoted following. He has taken over the Republican Party. Forty percent of the country will support him. And Forty. Yeah. All, but the, what that means is that the sixty percent that's against him needs to be mobilized to vote. Mm-hmm. And so, and we've said that forever. Right. The math is never going to change. That's right. It's never going to change. But you can what see is, combinations of tickets that will keep certain people home, even under these circumstances. But that's a different argument. I understand that. So, but what I'm saying is, is that you would then you now have a newly energized Republican base. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Okay. And then you have... What about the opposite? What about a bunch of Republicans who say, you know what? This is no, a bridge a good too point. far, even for me. Even for right. me. No, this I, is I a think bridge that that's too right. far. I'm just saying that I'm not willing... I, I think that there's something to that argument, especially since they, they've already started airing commercials of Nancy totally Pelosi... Yeah, you know, I get it. The, the, I get it, the scary I, voice about stealing our democracy or overturning our again, democracy. Again, this is exactly why Nancy Pelosi didn't pursue impeachment before, right? For all of the reasons that you just articulated. And you know what? Under different circumstances, maybe that would have mm-hmm. been the way that it played out, and maybe that's why she was being so cautious. Under these circumstances, it's a lot harder to make the argument right. that they're trying to steal this election. Right. We, Except, this is so clear cut. Yeah. We watched CNN at different times yesterday and they had yeah. on one of these guys who was a whitewater, you know, uh-huh. independent special counsel, whatever. And yeah. he was saying, you know, Chris Cuomo was kind of hammering him and saying, well, you know, the similar kind of things that we were saying, like in this context. And he said, what context? You can certainly understand, given that there are leaks in, yeah. out of the White House, that they want to put certain conversations in a super secure server. And where was the quid pro quo? Where, you know, you can see how lawyers can strip out context and say, there's no actual quid pro quo. It's, we know, given the context of everything, that of course there was a quid pro quo. They were already withholding the money. The fact that it didn't actually come up in the conversation and the most he said was, let's see how he performs, is I think well, he said, I want something you to that lawyers can work with to cast doubt on the Democratic narrative. Not that I'm opposed to it. I'm just saying yeah. that that's I mean, gonna, the thing that's ar- going to happen. You can argue anything. We can ar- you can argue anything, mm. right? But at some point, rational people have to believe what is presented in front well, of them. That's... You don't need to be on a conversation where you say, listen, if you want that money, you're going to do this for me. Of course. Right? Like I, I, an intelligent person can read between the lines and understand exactly what's going on. I think that that's right. I mean, but I think, you're, you I have, think to, we have, we have to, have to have, underline yeah. the rational part. 
And there right, isn't a lot that's a been rational about the way in which the president's supporters, true. as well as members of Congress, who everybody believed should know better, given all of the things that this president has done, they they that's have they have proven themselves impervious to a variety of things that that is true. Many However, others believe they should have by now this, turned on the president. That is all. That's true. But I think in this instance. When your job, when you take an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States, and I'm not talking about the president because the oath means nothing to him, mm. but to members of Congress, they right. need to look and say, this is a bridge too far. Right. And some of them are going to do that. And I think if they see that there's popular support for this, you're going to see a lot, maybe not a lot, you're going to see a few Republicans turn well, against there's, them. Well, they're in recess now. Um, yeah. I know that because I was the only schmuck in the room yesterday wearing a suit and all the staffers were in like jeans and shirts. So we'll see now that they're back in their home districts. Uh, at least the Senate is. Uh, I assume the House is too. Um, that we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm not as convinced as you are yet that um, there's going to be a wellspring of members of the president's own party that are going to speak I out. I'm I just. I mean, that no, it took a long time. It took a long time with Watergate. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that I'm more optimistic about these things than you are. Yeah. But this feels different. It feels mm-hmm. different to me. And there's like an. It, it's sort of like you know a, a rock rolling down a hill that's just picking up momentum, and this thing is going to take on a life of its own that is going to spin far out of anybody's control. Well, one thing. To that, to support that is, yeah. this is, the, when were these revelations? When were the initial revelations that of this phone Wednesday? call? Of last Wednesday? week. So it's been, what, Tuesday? 10 days? Or, right? No. It was, thi- no. it was this Wednesday? No. Then it was Monday. And then we got the whistleblower report on Wednesday. No, when the was the first report reports of the Thursday. fact that there was this phone call? Wednesday. The whistleblower report came out no, the next day. No, but there was, there was this controversy that was brewing. That was being so recorded in the paper. The week. The, the, I think at the end of the previous week, because I was following it between the DNI, the acting director of national intelligence, and Schiff. And Schiff was sending him these very strongly worded letters saying, you have to hand over this whistleblower complaint. And, okay. you know, and the, the DNI was saying, no, I'm not doing this because my, the lawyers say it, I have no legal standing to do that. And Schiff, and, and then it broke because. I don't know. I guess the White House said, okay, we'll release the transcripts. No, they released it. The transcripts were released on Wednesday and the whistleblower. Well, whatever. It's very, it's been very, very fast. My point is, is that it's been very fast. Yeah. And so there, it is building. I think what was holding Nancy Pelosi back were those members of the Democratic caucus who came from districts that Trump had won. Yeah. They started flipping. And someone pointed out to me that a good number of those people have national security backgrounds. Right, that was um, so. That was the point. If they started yeah. to flip, then it was then at least on the Democrat side, the dam was starting to break. I don't right. see the same thing on the Republican side. But again, we'll see. You know, look, we shall see. You know, uh, that could take much longer. Like like in Watergate, where you know for a long time the Republicans held out. But I think regardless, I think you're ultimately you're right. Regardless of which which party you belong to. I think this is pretty clear that this was an abuse of power. I mean, 
I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I read the whistleblower complaint, and it seemed to me it looked pretty bad. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. From here at the MN corner, it looks bad. It definitely looks bad. Anyway. So So, I I don't feel like there was any other news this week other than that. I mean, I uh, I, I genuinely get the sense that people were distracted throughout much of the week. Completely distracted. Completely distracted. Because this is going to take over everybody's life for a long time. Yep. Yep. Especially in Washington, D.C., where you reside. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's, everybody's, the topic of everybody's conversation was Trump, 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 from the, you know, and, and now it's going to be this specific story related to the president. And I think it's going to be relentless and it's going to be relentless for the next year and a half. Yeah. I don't think I, I, it's going to the, the the pace of this is going to slow down because the, they've subpoenaed they've subpoenaed Pompeo for documents. I'm guessing there's going to be a court fight over this. So, you know, oh, totally. so the White House is going to fight this tooth and nail. They're going to throw every legal oh, yeah. thing. It's going to get it. ugly. I think the, the White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, uh, has a reputation for being a you know, ferocious uh, fighter. So, yeah, I think we're in for, I think we're in for a lot of heck. (laughs) We're in for heck. I want to shift gears. Yeah, go. I want to, I want to talk about your hair. What's wrong with my hair? Nothing. I was about to pay you a compliment. Okay. Throw it out there. I'll take a compliment. You have a nice head of hair for a man of your age. (laughs) You, you maintained your hair quite well. Yeah, It's my mother's genes. My mother... Did not go that's, gray. That's pronounced. That's pronounced. My mother. My mother. My father yeah. went, had white hair by the time he was thirty six. I'm not even talking about the color. You have a lot of no, hair. no. I know. I know. And and my father. But my father had a full head of hair, white, white hair yeah. when he died. But my mom, she had again. Uh, she was very young for her age, and whatever. Although I've had this thing that happened to me that I'm very upset about, <laughs> and that is. I now need readers. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't. No, I had the surgery. The I had the surgery on my eyes because I had the, uh, I, I, I had, cataracts? I had the cataracts. Cataract I had the cataract, had cataract surgery. surgery. And then my, for a year and a few months afterwards, my vision's been 20-20 and recently I haven't right. been able to see anything. So last night, Lauren marched me you off to CBS and there I was trying on readers and I have these little wow. readers now. You bought them at CVS? That's kind of pathetic. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I mean, I'm ready for the Warby, 55 plus active go community. Go to Warby Parker. Go to Warby Parker. And get no, but they don't. But, but I needed a, I needed the like 1.00, 1.25 prescription. So I was going to go to Warby Parker like, for that. You're going to buy like 10 pair of $5 readers and you're just going to leave them all over your house. <laughs> so that way you're reading. I bought one pair, $12.99. But my mother-in-law has like 50 pairs. You just, just go into my mother-in-law's house and just stick your your hand in between a cushion on a couch and you will pull up one of her readers. That way you can start reading. <laughs> you can just read anywhere. Any, anywhere. Anywhere. Anytime. Anywhere. Yeah, but you have to They're hair. like next to the pool. What what has brought this on, this this commenting about my hair? I don't know. We're, we're talking and I'm, you know, we have the, the FaceTime going and I'm looking at that head of hair. I'm like, wow, it's quite a head of hair. It's got a little speck of gray on the side. It makes me look yeah, the same. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, yeah, it's all good. By the way, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> nothing happened to me. Nothing happened. Not, nothing happened to me. 
I was for like half a second. I'm like, maybe I'm not feeling well. I'm like, nope, I'm fine. Oh my god. Yeah, you're like, so you feeling better? I'm like, what are you even talking? about? I know. About? I sent you that email. Like, hey man, how you feeling? Like, what? You're a <laughs> man of steel. Excuse Mind me. over matter. That's so true. I guess like once I said, you have I the cancer, waste, everything like I don't waste. I don't waste my time. When I was being treated <laughs> yeah. for cancer, yeah. they kept talking about like they were going to throw everything at it. They're like, because you're healthy. I'm like, I'm not healthy. I have cancer. <laughs> like, how, what do you mean I'm healthy? They're like, well, other than that. <laughs> other really, than having a rare form of cancer. The, other than the cancer, you're in good shape. <laughs> so we're going to use a lot of chemotherapy drugs to just make sure that this is all gone. Yeah. Because you're because you're healthy. I'm like, again, you keep saying I'm healthy. If I'm so healthy, why are we talking about giving me four I'm, different I'm, kinds of chemotherapy? I'm I'm glad we can now laugh about this. To, well, if we can't laugh, about, can right, we right, right. I get it. I get it. I mean, tragedy plus time equals comedy. That's right. right? That's right. Um, this is ten years. This ten years. Ten, it's eleven Dude, years out. I didn't see you for 11. months, and I lived Nobody across did. the park. Because I wouldn't let anyone I know, see me. I know. Was, I remember when finally awful. I got the word from Michelle that I was allowed to come in. It was a little – come and see. It was a little awful. shocking. I got to be honest with you. I know. One of my friends came to visit me and months later he's like, you know, I didn't want to tell you this at the time, but you really bummed me out when I saw you. You just looked terrible. Yeah. you. <laughs> he's like, my day was ruined after that. <laughs> I just was like – I put on a good face and I left and I was like, yeah, white as a yeah. sheet. Like, oh, I wasn't good. wearing a sheet, mind you. I was white as a sheet. You know when I actually felt like I was going to be okay? When? Michelle's aunt came to visit from Israel. Mm-hmm. And you know how blunt Israelis are. Yeah. <laughs> she op- I like, open the door. Hey. She walks in the house. She looks at me. Mm-hmm. This is like April, yeah. right? So I started my treatment in November. Right. I was still not great. Right. She looks at me and she's like, "Yeah, I've seen worse." <laughs> oh my god! And I and she walked in. I'm like, "You know what? I think I'm gonna be okay." <laughs> I'm like, "If this is what she's saying, like, I'm okay." I I knew you were gonna be okay when you couldn't eat, but you were texting or emailing me and telling me you were watching food porn. Uh, I also I was like, "Oh, okay. He wants food. He's gonna be all right." You went while I was. Sick. You went to Israel. Yeah. And you texted me from Abu Hassan. No. Yes, you did. Yeah, it wasn't me. Because I, I... Of course it was. I think I went to Abu only, Shukri. I don't... Oh, wait. It was. No, I was it was Abu... It was what you. Year? It was It was 2008. 2009. 2009. Okay, right, right, right. The spring. Yeah. And I texted you back. Why don't you just tell me that you're dating my wife? <laughs> Do you remember that? Was it, this is a trip where I went to the beach for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't to... know. I was lying in my bed trying not to die of cancer <laughs> while you were eating an avocado and frolicking on the beach. <laughs> to the beach for 20 I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> You're like, I, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Jesus. Um, the other big news of the week is actually, it's 5780, yes. yo. Not yet. I know. It will be. It will be. Happy New Year. Shana Tova. Shana Tova. All apples and honey, baby. All apples and may honey. This, may your apples only be dipped in honey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Are you doing anything special for the holidays? We're having we're having a group over for dinner. It'll be oh, very nice. nice. La- Lauren has been cooking away, and really? uh, yeah, just saying. Thanks. For except the except when we had to go back to the furniture store. Ugh. Man, the couch. Ca- ca- we bought saga. a couch, and it didn't yeah. fit into the into the into the doorway, but not before they put a hole in the ceiling. Sucked. I was like, man, this is just for that. Yeah, just like the adult hassle of buying a couch that doesn't fit, and then they put a hole in the ceiling, and then going back to the furniture store to get another couch. I will point out, however, that we are getting the couch that we originally what what we ordered. We were like, oh yeah, this one's better than the other one. But we were almost going to pull the trigger on the one that we now are going to get that now we're sure will go through the doorway. Can you not say pull the trigger? I won't say pull the trigger. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yes. When you realized that the couch wasn't going to fit through the door, why didn't you take out that drill gun that you had last week and take the, the couch and apart? Just, and take because apart the couch. I talked to the Because you I know. are a man. I talked to the two delivery dudes and they were like, Look, you can take out the bed, but the problem is it's too wide. The The doorway is 29 inches and the whole thing is 30 inches. And even if we twist it, it'll get caught. So when when they were trying that, that originally, that's when they put the hole in the ceiling. Hassle. You should have cons- considered that before purchasing the couch. Uh, I, that's exactly right. And actually the furniture is being like kind of nice about it because they're saying, don't worry about it. We'll take care of the hole in the ceiling. I mean, I could have. That's when nice I went over it. there, I was expecting him to say, "Well, you didn't measure your doorway first. We're not. We're not responsible." Like that's on you, my friend. Right. Exactly. That's what I thought they were going to say. So why don't we give a plug for the furniture? Store Value City Furniture, make? baby. Value City. Furniture, yeah. This is a basement located? couch. We didn't where want to they, spend a huge sum of money on it, and so we where went over located? there, and it was like. Very nice couches, and we had a great He's, salesman, Donnie, and one of his buddies. I was when we were there three weeks ago ordering the couch. I was wearing my NRA, uh, making it easier to kill our kids since 1870 t shirt. And he's like, I love your t shirt, man. I love your t shirt. I went yes. back, I gave him a t shirt. Very, go. very nice people the over there at Value City yeah. Furniture in Rockville, Maryland. Rockville and, Pike, um, are they on the Rockville ro- Pike? Right on Rockville Pike. All and right. like, you know, Everybody basement go. couch, high, you know, sleeper sofa, very excited about it, didn't get through the thing. And we're not just saying to shop there because <laughs> we're getting a discount on furniture. Or so it's a great value at Value City Furniture. They're, they're a longtime sponsor of the MN Corner. <laughs> at least the guy who wanted the NRA t-shirt, right? What's his name, Donnie? No, Donnie was a salesman. It was his bu- his buddy uh, who wanted the T-shirt. Donnie was should, excellent. Though. You should try to contract with them so that they could sell the T-shirts out of the store. With the furniture. Yeah, that would be awesome. Exactly. Buy a couch, get a T-shirt. <laughs> Comfort and activism all at once. <laughs> Here at Value City. Oh, my God. How quick before they like were boycotted by the crazy... By the NRA? By the NRA. Do you see that the no, president is calling Wayne LaPierre and is like, yo, you got to protect me during this impeachment thing. And Wayne LaPierre is like, okay, drop any gun legislation. <laughs> nice. Lovely people. That seems that seems like it's a winning uh, strategy. <sighs> it, it may very well be. Seem like a winning, it actually does seem like <laughs> a winning strategy. 
So uh, thank you for thank you for raining on my. I'm career. sorry. Uh, I just want to be. I just want. I just want our listeners to be realistic about what's coming. Listen, our listeners are realistic because we've been keeping it real for four. We have been way now. ahead of the curve. But that's why I think I'm ahead of the curve on this one. All right, if, I know. I'm seriously, usually not dude, I will buy you the biggest bucket of Popeyes. Ooh! If the Republicans piece? start defecting, a ten piece. Whatever you want. You walk really? in there. Yeah. No. Seriously. I, I will take you to Popeyes, and you can go bananas. I'm gonna have to wear my fat pants. <laughs> you 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 can't possibly have fat pants. I'm gonna wear like Adidas sweatpants. <laughs> the next time we go to Popeyes, I'm definitely wearing sweatpants. Yes, and you're gonna buy me a bucket. I'm gonna of fried buy you chicken. a giant bucket and as many of those crispy, spicy chicken sandwiches as you want. Assuming they get buns. They're never. They're never buns. getting buns. Never. Man. It's all a scam. Do you it's know, the biggest fraud perpetrated on the American public. Speaking since of Rockville the Pike, election of 2016. You know what's yes. next to each other on Rockville Pike? Popeyes and, and KFC. Arby's. We have Popeyes the meats. And Arby's. Ugh. We have the meats. You know, um, right by the block where Tamar works, where she does yeah. her work on 75th and Stewart. Yeah. There is a Popeyes right next to a KFC. Really? Like, like. Connected by the parking And is there big like, controversy over between, like, who would, likes KFC and who likes Popeyes? I don't know. You would think that they would, like, the customers would go out in the middle and start brawling over, <laughs> you know, who's got the better fried chicken. Popeyes all the way, baby. Popeyes, baby. I haven't had KFC and, since college. I haven't had Popeyes in a while either. I know. I'm getting close. But we do talk about it a lot. I know. And not because they're a sponsor of the show either. <laughs> All right, are we out? Is that right, is that it? Out. Episode That's season it. four, episode uh, season four, episode four is done, huh? In the books. In the books. All right, we'll see y'all next Shana week. Tova. Shana Tova. Happy New Year, fifty-seven. Happy and a healthy New Year, Happy. everyone.